You are listening to iRadio TT online all the time. Welcome to Music Matters, the Caribbean edition. The podcast series featuring news, interviews and analysis of all the music from the islands. Welcome once again, ladies and gentlemen, to Music Matters, the Caribbean edition. I am Laura Dowridge Phillips. And I'm Nigel Campbell. And once again, we're talking about the business of music here in the Caribbean. So, Laura. So, we are focused. We are doing our Soka Sessions series, which is focused on carnival music, the music of carnival Mm -hmm. in Trinidad and Tobago and the entire Caribbean, really. Soka. Soka is now Caribbean music. Right. So, we are in. The carnival season once again in Trinidad and Tobago. Carnival 2019, Trinidad is where we kick off this carnival circuit. Definitely. This is where it happens. Mm-hmm. This is where the soundtracks are laid boom. for the rest of the year. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> and in so, this series, boom. we are looking, we are discussing various aspects of soca music. And today's today's episode, we actually, something I guess we should have done from day one, you know, this whole idea of what is soca, because we have all this fusion of soca. So with EDM, so with reggae, so with dance, so so with everything. And at at one point there was a conversation that Soka was this calypso music and soul music combined together and all that kind of stuff. So we want to have a little panel discussion here today on the idea of what is Soka and what is I wouldn't say what is not Soka, but what has Soka become as it was. And today in our panel we have producer manager Ansel Savarol. We know him as Ansel Pro. He manages Nyla Blackman. Yeah, I I. And we have Mr. Robin Foster. Robin Foster is a man of stories. Robin Foster is a sound engineer. Robin Foster is a master of stories. Robin, talk to me. All right. If you're whatever story you want, I bet. <laughs> Glad to give you a story. Yes. And we also have with a special guest here, Mr. Joe Brown. Joe Brown is one of those pioneer producers and manage- producers and composers and songwriters. He worked many years ago on his own. He lived abroad and he worked with the famous Ralph McDonald. And then he came back to Trinidad in the 80s and he worked with Charlie's Roots and Chandelier and many others. Joe Brown, how are you today? I'm fine, thank you. Welcome and thank you for being on Music Matters, the Caribbean edition. As I said, we're going to try um, and have this simple conversation about the definition of soca. So, Joe, since you're the, the master in this panel as it was and you've been around the longest in terms of the industry, can you start us off in terms of when, you, when we use the word soca? Tell me what does it mean to you and tell me how do you see soca back then and possibly where you see soca now? Well, before I say what it means to me, I have to say what it meant to the, the man who created Tell uh, us. Word soca, Tell us. Which is Lord Shorty. Mm-hmm. Uh, Robin, I don't know if he remembers, we did a, a, an interview or sort of a short film with Shorty and he, about his history and his musical history in his home in Piparo. Do you remember, Rob? Yeah, I was there, yeah. And I also did yeah. one with a British um, television show called Wired back in the late 80s. I did sound for them and they interviewed Shorty. They had something about Soka. Mm-hmm. Yes. And the reason why I mentioned that was because that question was asked of Shorty mm-hmm. on that. You remember that, Robin? Yeah, mm-hmm. So the thing of, of what soca is, is that from my perspective, I could tell you that soca was like a beat that came back from the French islands. We shortly came back with that. And he in, in put that into the music at the time, the, the cultural music that he was then producing or making. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And um, he called the, the music soca. So the question was then asked, what is soca? Mm-hmm. At first, Trinidad and Tobago thought soca was a combination of soul and calypso. And hence, we asked that question of him that very in that interview I was talking about with, mm-hmm. uh, with Robin. And he said, soca is the soul of calypso. Soul of Calypso, yes. Right, that's what he that's said. That, bring bring an out the inner, he, bring an out the inner beat out of it. You know? Yeah, he said the right. soul of Calypso. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was his definition. Mm-hmm. The entire Trinidad and or the Calypso fraternity thought Soka was soul and Calypso mixed together. Yeah, and but I, his, I I could see why though, eh, Joe, because I remember yeah. I was like a teenager at the time. In those mm-hmm. early times, and I used to collect records. I used to go along in town and buy my forty fives and thing, right? And um, mm-hmm. there were a lot of people trying to do fusions at the time. I remember, I remember having a forty five called Funkaiso, F U N K A I S O. I remember yeah. somebody making a record called Calypso. Right? Mm-hmm. I remember. Um, Oh, it was Clive Bradley had, I think Clive mm. Bradley was Funkaiso, I think so. And mm. Um, mm. so there are a lot of these fusions were happening, but tr- people were trying to, to do those things, right? You know why I remember it so good is when they came up with Soka, I said, mm. that is the worst name. I said, I thought Funkaiso was better or Calypso <laughs> was better, you know, and I remember that, right? Wow. And then, um, and Monk, I, I have a, on, interview I did with Mongol Patesa. Mongol Patesa mm. said that Shorty told him that he mm. used to be in he had a they had a, 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 a Indian guy next door to yeah, him, used to play a dolak and dolak sing. And, yeah, so and, and mm-hmm. Mongol was saying that, you know, when something in the spiritual realm, like, you know, something to the effect, right, that the actual mm. beat that the guy played at Shorty took was called the Kahalwa beat. Right, mm-hmm. and and mm-hmm. and wait to so where he get the car from because you remember Shorty spelt it S O K A H, that's how Shorty spelt it, right? Mm-hmm. And then after, I think mm-hmm. it's Ellis Chowlin, no, 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 short it S O K A, S O C A, yes, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I could just so, chime in here, a little yeah, bit. chime yeah, in. This is Anson. Um, well, this is just me being around the black one family a lot. Uh, yeah, you manage Shorty's granddaughter. Shorty, yeah, so I've been very much, you know, given these stories. And I actually work with Mongol on Nyla's first release, which is Soka, right? Spelled S-O-K-A-H, right? Mm-hmm. Um, from my understanding, it was the soul of Calypso, and the Ka was the East Indian rhythmic pattern, which is the where they get the, K, the, 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 K-A-H. the K-A-H from now. Mm. So what he did, because of the racial tension and stuff back in those days. <clears throat> and Shorty being from an East Indian community, you know, and he used to play with them. So, you know, he would know the Mongols, Mongol Pakistan, all of them. He was trying to find a way to bridge the gap between the Calypso and the East Indian music. And that's where the, the Soka originated from. Mm-hmm. Not to mention... It was a guy, I believe, Ibro, Ibo Ferreira. Who, Ivo Ferreira. Ivo Ferreira. Ferreira. He, radio. Right. Yeah. He mispronounced it or misspelled it in an article. S-O-C-A. Ooh. And that oh. 
Lazy version not stuck. Yeah. Interesting. I heard, I heard about the Ellis Chalinon conversation also mm-hmm. that um Eric Michaud I was I was the engineer and, and Ellis said, was his music here? Was this that the young people playing and thing? And Ellis and Eric said Eric Soul of Calypso, just as mm-hmm. you as you're describing, right? And he said, it was not that long. Till he said, they just call it SOCA. So there's this, the whole thing about definitions and yeah. who spell first. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Well, the thing is, he trend. never really challenged it because for him, he was just seeing the vision unfold. Mm-hmm. So he mm-hmm. was just happy to know that, okay, at least it's being recognized now. You know? right. Now, the thing that I find most intriguing, Joe, is uh, this thing about the French rhythm that he, he brought to Trinidad, yes. because you know, mm-hmm. in, in present presently, we are seeing so many Caribbean rhythms, so many Caribbean genres being infused in into the soca art form. Yeah. We have bouillon, mm-hmm. we have denary segments, so many different types of music being infused. Um, do you mm. know what the name of that particular French rhythm was, or where it was, where it came from? Um, it came from uh, it came from Martinique, yeah, mm-hmm. and. Um, at the time, there's something I want to mention how evolution takes place. When Shorty was doing a, a, a song or an album, he was in Canada and he was doing an album called Soka Music. Soka Music, Calypso Music, right? I played the bass on that. Okay. He, At the time, we were discussing what he wanted to do and he had a bass player and he asked me, if I could do something on it to show him where he was going. At that time, he was thinking of fusion. What year in the was studio that? And that over. Oh 70s? 80s? Uh, yes, maybe 70s. 70s, Before okay. the 80s, yes. Okay. Somewhere okay. around there. Whenever that album was, I don't remember, so long ago. Uh, and uh, so, so at that time, his thought was about uh, internationalizing the music, right? Mm-hmm. So I could tell you that that my interpretation at the time when I played on that song, mm-hmm. if you listen to it, good you would hear, it was a kind of funk bass leg. So he, his head was there mm-hmm. until he came back to Trinidad mm-hmm. and um, researched a little further because he heard people saying it's a mix between, as Robin said, mm-hmm. soul and calypso. Soul and calypso. No, what I was saying is, as you mentioned about this fusion of soul and calypso, and I, I'm a fan, mm-hmm. I'm admitted a massive, massive fan of Ralph McDonald. And I know yes. that you had worked with Ralph, certainly when you were in New York, right? And Ralph, yes, as far as I was concerned, as a diaspora artist, was doing the actual fusion with soul and mm-hmm. jazz, but as well as soul and what we understood as calypso rhythms. Here in Trinidad, yes. calypso breakdown, mm-hmm. Germany groove, all that stuff, right? By the yes. time East Ride River, I know you had composed Disco Lips, if, I am, if I'm correct. You had com- yes, co-composed yes. Disco Lips. Mm-hmm. Um, in a sense, that could have been considered a soca song. I don't know if that is a kind of fusion. I don't know what your take on Ralph's role or the role of American soul music in this kind of evolution of soca. Because we're hearing about French rhythms, we're hearing about East Indian rhythms, but was an actual yeah. definite use of quote-unquote soul and funk music? You see, as we're going here, I'm going to go further and further and further back okay. to show you how the history of the thing mm-hmm. evolved. All right. Now, there's, there's a music in Trinidad we call Christmas music, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and we think that all music is so 
uh, in green in the, the Spanish side of, the, of, of, of of history. The parang music. Where it really is in green. In the, it's really in the front side of history. Mm. You know. Mm. So so, but we don't know and those people. Mm-hmm. That is the music. If you the, listen to the that, crash, music, you the crash music. music. The crash music. The crash The crash music, which is very close to mm. what Calypso evolved from, came out of. You know, mm-hmm. if you think of it carefully, you will see it wasn't really Spanish. It was really crash, the French. Mm-hmm. So uh, I say this because the, the, our music. Now, you asked me about the, the soca thing, and I thought I should use what the master said, which is Shorty, mm-hmm. what he called the music. Mm-hmm. So now you ask for my interpretation, and I will yes. give you my interpretation now. My t- interpretation is that there's a place in New Orleans called Congo Square. Mm-hmm. That's where jazz evolved. That's where jazz yeah, evolved. Mm-hmm. So uh, when when you say jazz evolved, the Congo Square was a place where workers and people from all over the world used to go. Musicians from all over the world on Sundays when on the day off, and they they would play music in all the different corners of, of Congo Square. And uh, jazz evolved from the the sound of that cacophony of sound playing all those different things playing at the same time. Mm-hmm. It's like a savannah then. Yeah, you know? yes, yes. And you have these different kinds of music. You have walls, you have, you know, whatever, traditional music, mm-hmm. soul music, you have uh, gospel music, and we also had calypso music there also. Mm-hmm. was mm-hmm. a part of that whole thing. Yes. And jazz came out of that because of what the sound of it sounded like from if you were into the square then. You know, like if you come into Savannah mm-hmm. and have all these different musics playing, yes. and there's there's one specific sound that you hear permeating the entire whole sound, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. This whole sound. So jazz kind of evolved over that. I mean, I'm just making a simplistic kind of explanation of it. Well, I mean, um, there's a lot more for it. Joe, if I could but in, I think... Um, y- you have a lot of credibility in what you're saying, right? Because um, if you there's an interview you could pull up on the internet with Professor Longhair, who is supposedly mm-hmm. the father of funk music, the New Orleans, um, who influenced everybody in New Orleans, and and the, the yeah. father of funk they call him, right? He he composed mm-hmm. Big Chief, which Big, is yeah. supposed to be mm-hmm. the right. And, and mm-hmm. the other thing with him saying, he asking when he says, and, and and I always play calypso, always play calypso with it. Mm-hmm. You know, he actually right. said yes. that. Mm-hmm. And um, right. and in mm-hmm. fact, um, the um, Neville brothers, um, yeah. Wild Chopper Toolers, mm-hmm. which is the the New Orleans Indian kind of thing. Yeah. Their album, mm-hmm. they actually have a song which the melody, which is um, Roman Coca Cola, the whole melody mm-hmm. of the song is Roman Coca Cola. Oh, wow. So, we, we see in yeah. the and that melody, if I understand the history based on the lawsuit. The Roman Coca-Cola melody was an old Martinican folk song. It's an old Martinican folk song. That mm-hmm. Lionel Balasco oh, just transcribed wow. the product. I did interview Ed Watson. Ed Watson say, Soka, the quarters that Soka is a makeup beat. It has some soul beat in it. It has some of, mm-hmm. of Indian beat. It has the cadence, mm-hmm. which is right. the, the French mm-hmm. Caribbean. French Caribbean. Right. And, you know, he, and he is saying that it has you know, all these things make, um you know, mm. is a, a whole hodgepodge of things, you know. So what you're saying, yeah. Joe, sounds very credible to me. So what we are getting here, gentlemen, so what, what, is that... Sorry. Mm. What, what, what we are getting here is that Soka mm. has always been a 
collection of a fusion of different elements. That that is right. Correct. So what we're doing here presently in, in current day Trinidad, current day soca scene mm. is not really that different from no. what was done before. No, it could continues no. to be a fusion of sounds. But so could I qualify what what you're going to say here? I was just going to say, right? If you don't mind me saying it. Mm. Now the question when the question was asked of me, and if Robin remembered, what is calypso music? And I say calypso music is our interpretation of the music of the day. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Wow. You see, so nice. this is my soca music. Our interpretation so, of the so, music. So mm. I, I want to go further music. back than that to mm. about the thirties, nineteen thirty-eight, and stuff like that. Mm. Uh, at the time, we did uh, uh, an album of old-time calypsos. I don't know if you have that that, that album of long-time calypsos. And if you listen to that music carefully, mm. it sounds like traditional jazz. And at that time, that is what the music of Calypso sounded like. That's what it was. The violin. You know, it was a violin, right? Mm-hmm. The violin took the lead part. Mm-hmm. And um, like the Ebiwee Dodon I was telling you about. Mm-hmm. Do you guys know that name, Ebiwee Dodon? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I know the so, name, I know, but not in relation to music at all. It is music. <laughs> I never music. knew it. I never I mean, knew I mean, that. At that time, yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. One of the things but I want... That's I want, right. I want to and bring... it's French. Did you see where I'm, I'm making that line come through? It's French. Yes. New Orleans yeah. is French. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. Uh, the, me, the calypso music is French. Creole. Mm. And when they talk about Creole, or when they mm. talk about uh, carnival, that word comes from French. French wow, yeah. so you know? basically, Joe, we've gone full circle. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Because we see right. today, in this year presently, we're seeing the infusion of bouillon music, mm-hmm. which yes. has has a, has French has a mm-hmm. French French, has French roots mm-hmm. from Dominica. Mm-hmm. So we we've yes. gone full circle with yeah. music. And then in yeah, the right. of Saint Lucia, it, you see that's why music is in the national language of the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. If you could take anybody who cannot speak the same language and put their sheet of music in front of everybody, mm-hmm. and they'll all play. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know that? I want to bring I want to bring Anson back into the conversation here because okay, as a mm. as a modern interpreter of water soca. No, no, but, no. no. Yeah. Let me just take a pin just before leading into that exactly, right? Mm-hmm. Joe Brown himself, a, 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 an artist called Joe Brown once told me, right, that mm-hmm. Calypso mimics the music of the day. Mm-hmm. In other words, what yes. he was saying there, like in 1930-something, yeah, there that, is a song like Jack. Ja, that was right. the hip music in the world yeah, of the yes. thing, right? Mm-hmm. Then when it became, when hip-hop Mm. Not hip hop, no bebop. When bebop mm. became the hip music in the world with mm. Miles Davis and all right. that, right? Yeah. Calypso is a song like that. That is true. That is true. That's right. That is true. That was the hip music in the world. Then when it became soul and mm-hmm. funk and thing that that it mimic that as well. Right. Right. David Rudder and them came yeah. from that. Yeah. And Carly and thing come from that kind. Yeah. Carly was there. So now that is hip hop. And is and soul. And all them kind of thing. Yeah. And yes. it's all song like, like that. Yeah, yeah. And, mm-hmm. and that's why everybody be saying, oh, no, the people are them and the people. Yeah. Could I put a piece of history in here for mm-hmm. the youth? The youth who is going to come and speak just now? Yeah. The youth. Uh, <laughs> the, that music, <laughs> the music that came from Flatbush. 
mm-hmm. which is the, 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 the Sugar Hill Gang and that kind of music. Mm-hmm. It were Caribbean people. It's Caribbean people invent hip hop. Yes, Caribbean people. Caribbean people invent hip hop. Caribbean people, Caribbean people mm-hmm. which is Barbados, and they, mm-hmm. yes, they, they did the hip hop thing. Yeah. So you see, where everybody give people the credit for that stuff. Yeah, Caribbean because people. they probably didn't know, you know. So it was Caribbean people who, who really put their their whole thought behind this hip hop music. Definitely, and from the Sugar Hill Gang to you know all all that thing. The Boogie Down Browns, um, mm-hmm. DJ Cool so Hook. It, this, yeah, Cool Hook. This is part of the history also. Yeah. Today, it is the same thing. It continues on. You know, mm. it's just that people don't know where the, where it comes from. So that they they seem to think that we are trying to mimic. We are not mimicking. We are part of the whole. Yeah, you know. Gotcha. Mm. And th- that that music we jam in still. Mm-hmm. Every time I, when I heard, I said, "This this is it." This mm. is how it, it will evolve because it, that went directly into regular music, the music market scene. Mm. Hello? Yeah, hi. And, yeah. yeah, sorry. Yeah, so what, what I want to just say is that definition they gave has given yes. me so much like unanswered questions because uh, my style, I would say, very much mimics the music of today. Yes. The current style and a lot of some of the older heads will come and say that's not so good. What are you doing there? What are you trying to do? Are you making anything um, too commercialized or too too foreign? But do not listen to well, them. This please. is this is what I'm realizing <laughs> because well, part of the reason for our success. I mean, <clears throat> look, Nala was recently nominated for a BT award with a soca yeah. song. Not with yeah, I, I also wanted mm-hmm. to use her name also, so I want to give you credit for that also. Mm-hmm. Her song also just crossed over straight inside in the exactly. mainstream. It went straight so mainstream. I want you to. I, I acknowledge that too. Gentlemen, let me ask a question. Sorry. So we talk about soca. Sure. Soca is really you know music of the day. Um, but yes. is there a technical aspect to soca that makes it soca as? differentiated from any other genre of music. So earlier we were talking to Anson and he was talking about when he made his transition into soca producing about the difficulties of yeah. getting the drum patterns and that kind of thing. So what it is about the music, the technical aspect of the music that makes it soca as say diff- apart from pop or hip hop or any other genre of music. Well, for me, it's not, right. a, it's not a part, the computer. <laughs> well, the songs are the computer you know what I mean they all sound the same yeah. well, for so me, you just take whatever you have then put it together you know? for me it's about the the rhythm and what the music moves you to do because there you go because R&B music is not gonna make you feel to parade on the road let's be honest hip hop music though it 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 kind of brings a certain mood Soka has this kind of joyous, kind of free-spirited, festive way about it. And if you could get people's emotions to to capture that same spirit on the road for when they're in a costume, to me that's like the underlining goal in a Soka track. Now. You, you must be able to bring the emotions out. You must be able to get them in that festive, happy state. But what I would say we're doing a little bit differently in this modern generation is we're creating topics and content that don't necessarily have to do with the Monday, Tuesday on jump the road, and jump and wave. Right. And that's where I would say it, it's mimicking the music of the day. Now we have guys singing about um, conscious. You know, right. we're going conscious. We're singing about 
um, like when you wake up in the morning, you don't necessarily look farmer singing about getting put out his house. You right. know what I mean? This is not happy topics, but it's still creating the same mood now. Right. So is a real could I, could I wake balance. Up, could I wake <clears throat> up your thought? Yeah. You thought you were saying there is what Calypso music was. What did you still do back in the day? Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Correct. Correct. So it's Calypso music. Mm. So you see, it's not, it hasn't changed. It's it just did. that now they are applying. So, 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 is just a new word history. for Calypso? They, that's what it yeah, seems that's like. It. That, Modern that, Calypso that, and that, a traditional Calypso. Years ago. I'm glad you said it and I, not me. You, I know. <laughs> the reason I said this, Martin Raymond, a good buddy of mine, Mice. Mice had said he's a part of the Grammy. Um, he's a member of the Academy, yeah. I should say. And, um, mm. of course, we've been trying for many years to get Soka, not not everybody, but trying to get as famously, there was a, a call for a category within the Grammys for Soka. Mm-hmm. Technically, mm-hmm. we may not have been able because we don't have enough output, blah, blah, blah. But one of the things that um, Martin was able to have a conversation with somebody in the academy and they had suggested, instead of using the word Soka, why don't you use the word modern Calypso mm-hmm. and traditional Calypso? Because as far as they were concerned, they know Calypso. Calypso, there's something that they knew since Belafonte. And even before, Roman Coca-Cola. But this modern thing that is coming out with younger David Rudder and the Marshalls and the Nyla Blackmans of the world is a modern version of Calypso as far as the Americans are concerned. Listen, I would take modern Calypso any day over reggae because that's where we have to categorize our music. Modern Calypso? Yeah, I would take modern. I would take anything that closer represents what we do over um, what they call alternative or mm. pop or reggae because most mm. of us are chatting yes but we're chatting in reggae section well you know as I talk about this reggae section I remember famously when I was doing some research and I say I'm getting a Grammy and soca Grammy Nielsen who tracks the music thing they also have to define the categories and the definition of reggae Actually, it's West Indian music that has a certain bass and a bass exactly. back with that has elements of calypso. Yeah. No, when, that was the exact no. phrase. <laughs> has elements of calypso. Mm-hmm. So that we are kind of destined, even from, from the American commercial music market, you release a soca tune. I'm sorry, we could put it under reggae. That is, that is all they are. That's exactly no, Which is funny. Reggae is Jamaican, but mm-hmm. calypso is Caribbean. Caribbean, mm-hmm. yes. Yeah, yeah. But that, that, the, the definition of, of, of soca and calypso, which we've gotten here, really then raises questions Well, how do we market soca? Mm-hmm. See, now it's, it's like I right. always describe soca as a chameleon, and, and you're basically reinforced yes. that it, it pretty that. much adapts to whatever is you know, trending. All right, one second. Before we reach marketing, we have a bone of contention here, right? Mm. Um, as you see, I interview a lot of people and I have it on tape, as I say. Mm. Less than Paul would argue hot, hot, hot. that Less than Paul argues that Calypso and Soka is not the same thing. He de- he says that, that all right, um, the Calypso, the Soka is a broken up thing where, you know, the, the, the walking baseline of the Calypso is no longer there. That um, that Soka has a definite baseline where mm-hmm. Calypso didn't have a baseline. Calypso used to play chord symbols, used to follow the chords, right? Mm. Boom, 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 right? The, mm. the walking one baseline. And five. Right? One and five. One and five. And, and you know, and, and he is saying, no, once, once you break it up, uh. he's saying it's, it's, you know, katukatung. Once you break it up, it um, is 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 now become soca and is not calypso anymore, right? So that is right. less than that is less so than imagine, interpretation. Imagine, could I say something, please, guys? Yeah. You guys have gone over so many important things <laughs> that fast, you know, so fast. Number one, 
uh, Calypso Music was the, by Harry Belafonte was the first million selling album uh, in yes. the world forever. Mm-hmm. That that's number one. Number two, uh, reggae music King was Hope. was a music that evolved out of many different things. Ska, um, Mento. Mento. And Mento Mento and all that yeah. stuff, right? But yeah. it was it was kind of 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 interpreted from a Trinidadian. Uh-huh. Who was in Jamaica? Mr. Tate. Nell and Tate. And the understanding of the music, which is what Robbins thought it would be important for me to be in this conversation, was <clears throat> of the four beats in the bar, we play we play one and three. Mm-hmm. Everybody else or North America plays two and four. Two and four. So like funk. When, 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 funk was when one and three. It was, when they were saying that, that it doesn't lend itself to Calypso music mm-hmm. uh, on the road, uh, funk. I, I say, well, we have 50 Cent who do some stuff that really sound like Calypso too. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I could call one or two of people who have done that kind of thing. It depends on where the, 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 where the accent is placed in the music mm-hmm. and how you put the instruments to reflect either the one and three or the two and four. Mm-hmm. And with me, if you listen to Charlie Juice and all the things that I have done, you would hear a strong one and three, but there's also a subliminal two and four. Mm-hmm. Now imagine so that, the international community, because I've been like in so many labor meetings and meeting so much foreigners, you know, uh, with Nyla, because there's a lot of interest, and they all ask us the same question. So, mm-hmm. what is Soka, and what is like the plan for it now? Because to them, it's like we amongst ourselves can't even define Soka properly. Mm-hmm. We can't even, and now we have all these segments: Bouillon, Bashment. Um, Denry, it's so confusing to us. If imagine an international body or community trying to come from foreign and understand this culture and understand what to do with it. How do we sell it? And therein lies the it? challenge. Exactly. So we need to mm-hmm. come under some united banner at some point. Yeah, okay, soccer is different to Calypso and it's ones and twos and broken up, but at the end of the day, we need to have. When you say we, who do you mean? The industry, the um, Caribbean people, Trinidadian, Caribbean people, Caribbean, or I will Caribbean. start with Trinidadian. I'm from Caribbean. here. I'm from the whole, the whole, the idea. Of what I'm saying is, it's very difficult mm. for myself to go out there and sell what soccer is to get on the Grammys or to get awards mm. and to be signed. If I don't even know what to define it as, I can't even like. Mm. I do. We can't even explain to them. Like how a soca song could go from from zero to to the Billboard charts because we don't we don't even understand. There's no industry per se. How how did Kevin Little get a number four in the pop chart? They don't call it soca. They call it pop exactly. Which yeah. So that was like a, just a pop tune. That was, was a pop a... song, yeah. And that is why I think what we are doing here is so important: understanding the history of this thing and talking to people who've been there from the very beginning really provides a platform to understand what it was meant to be. Mm-hmm. And for mm-hmm. us to know that basically what we are doing is not new, we're doing what has been done from the get go, really. And that should help us to frame a definition for what this music is. Do you, do you think we could actually break down the soca into a, a sentence? Is that something that's possible? Or because I think what you had said about soca is the music that mimics 
I was actually writing down that quote because that is a quote. Calypso mimics music of the day, right? But is there something for Soka because Joe Brown? Joe Brown tell me that today years ago. But when you think about it, when you think about these songs we've we've had in recent times, that is what Soka is. Soka is a chameleon. So, so I remember Laura and I we were talking about when we had done this podcast when we first started the podcast a year ago. And we were talking about the international, the globalization of soca, and we realized there was this fusion with EDM yes. music, right? EDM was hot literally at that time. Mm-hmm. EDM kind of fell off the charts somewhere in the middle of, like, of 2018. Right. And as we are seeing now, this, now we are now all of a sudden incorporating these kind of French Caribbean rhythms. You ever notice how everybody comes and collabs with us, mm-hmm. and then they take it and they I call it become, something become else. no, and they become big with it. Like all right, like we, um, Pitbull work, work with Marshall, mm-hmm. yeah. and then he mm-hmm. had a big hit with something songing like Soka, uh-huh. yeah. but Marshall reggaeton. wasn't able to write reggaeton. and yeah. the, the, the reggaeton, yeah. and then this new French thing, mm-hmm. and, and even um, even. Your boy Eddie Grant used to tell me, Foss, he says, Soka has been selling millions all over the world <laughs> under the name of techno. You know, yes. you know, you, yes. you know yes. somebody actually told yeah, me about that, said, that the music that he's hearing now is Soka is high life. Yeah. Somebody yeah. actually told me that. But High Life has been around for yeah, a long it's, time. It's influenced also by Calypso. By Calypso, music. this is what I understand. High Life right. is yeah. not new, but it was but influenced you know, funny, by Calypso. Kitchener went to Africa many years Fitz, ago. Fitz, Fitz, in Fitz, England. Fitz, in England. Mm-hmm. In England. Fitz, yes. Exactly. Fitzroy mm-hmm. Coleman had a story tell me that once they had some Nigerian conga player, Nigerian musician that make them lose their work because he used to come late and he come thing and they fire everybody. Mm-hmm. Some guy called Jimmy Shilanki. Mm-hmm. Right? And. And that was the band that played in in England. And then I listened to a thing on the Afro pop, yes, Nigerian yes. thing. And mm. this woman who was doing this thing says she Uncle Jimmy Shilanki came back from you England see? and is mm-hmm. he started yeah. the whole Afro. Pop. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> the influences of Soka and Calypso yeah. are wide. You know? The the influences are mm. wide. And you know the Caribbean has given birth to so many genres of music, but now a lot of those genres mm. are now attaching themselves to Soka mm-hmm. to blow up. Mm-hmm. You know, so we see it with Denary, which is a St. Lucian mm-hmm. thing starting in this little community. I wrote about it in Caribbean, yes, in Caribbean, Caribbean Shameless Beach, plug. Do it. Caribbean do it. Beach it's yours. Issue. There you go. <laughs> and, and, which you is know, really it, compa, eh? Right. Which is yeah. really compa. Right. <laughs> nice Asian music, yeah. Asian yeah. music. Mm-hmm. With a and, different name, yeah. And mm-hmm. now it is so big that the St. Lucian tourist board is using that as a marketing draw mm-hmm. for their island. So mm-hmm. you've seen all mm-hmm. these, and, and, and a lot of the other islanders have been watching this. So bashment artists want... The yes. similar success, mm-hmm. the Buyo artist won the similar success. Mm-hmm. It's only a matter of time before we see Compa artists and everybody yeah. else. If they haven't done it already. They, and we've seen mm-hmm. elements of Zoo coming back mm-hmm. into, the, now I realize into the music. The common mm-hmm. thread is the Creole culture. Yes. That's Creole culture is the Creole thing. culture. Which is big. Something that something that Anson said that we, a couple of minutes ago, a bit of perspective. We said that how if you play hip hop on the road, it would move people. If you play funk on the road, it would move people. But I'm thinking, that's from the perspective of who the people are. True, because soca sure. music seems sure. to be mm-hmm. t- for Caribbean people that is quote unquote our pop music, if you want to say that. Yeah, and mm-hmm. it may not be the pop music of a person living in Idaho. Has nothing. Mm-hmm. El Carnival, they play all genres on the road. Yeah, yeah. and Jamaica, they play dancehall. So you're yeah. very right. Yeah, so that there's, there's a thing, but the idea was defining soca as or trying to define soca, I should say, something that I guess people have been trying to do since Shorty <laughs> came up with it. And although Shorty had a word for it. 
Yeah. We've been all trying to mash it up and break it up and bring well, it back know, down. Trinidad like that, eh? Trinidad, you can't get Trinidadians to agree on one thing. No. You tell everybody that the maxi taxi is supposed to be <laughs> red bank, right? <laughs> By law, and everybody have a big sign they go put up <laughs> this Caesar's Palace. Or yeah, yeah, or that, yeah, or that. yeah. You understand yeah. what I mean? So Trinidad had the pigeonhole into, you know, everybody wearing the pants yeah. like that. Yeah, Somebody yeah. will find, nah, me, I want to wear mine yeah, so. And, yeah. We, you know, but so, I, I also so have that's to what say, make it work we nice too eh? but i've also <laughs> recognized that in the new world certainly this new world music and thing there's no one aside from no one person invented no one person invented soca no. no one person invented hip-hop no one person invented rock and roll no one person invented soca yeah although we definitely will bow and say we'll credit short. one person but yeah. there's always a collaboration but there's always there always these competing agendas and i've heard stories about what is the musicians in the studios who actually making the music? There was a story about Shorty himself had said in one of those uh, interviews, I think, with Banyan, that he had told the drummer to play the rhythm that he heard next door by the yeah, Indian yeah, man yeah. and the dollar. He played on the bass. On the right, bass, yeah. but he wanted that drummer to play a particular rhythm, and the drummer said, I can't play that. So he just played the one drop, which became the kind of drum beat right. of Soka for many years because he said, That's why that was my interpretation of what Shorty said. And Shorty said, Okay, let me just leave it so because we have to make a record. Mm-hmm. So it seemed that there's a lot of chance. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of willful play, uh, willful decisions to play this, that, and the other. Mm-hmm. But certainly, we we still evolve in the music. I mean, yes, it started in the seventies. Like I say it's about forty years old if, about mm-hmm. that time now. But we still evolve in the music, and mm-hmm. as a consequence, what young persons have, are like Anson are doing, and certainly what Joe Brown did back in the eighties with Charlie's Roots, is is the same thing. It's the mm-hmm. music of the Caribbean. Yes, it may have been the music of Carnival, but it's the music of a Caribbean that moves us, that makes us. Who we are and defines us. We have to wrap up this conversation very soon, so that um, Anson, let me let me let me wrap up and see what you can tell us in terms of what you think Soka is. What do you think Soka is? Where Soka going? going well, what it is? Uh, uh, you guys mind if I say one thing before you wrap up? Yeah. Okay. Uh, any any serious music is any music you take seriously. <laughs> Makes sense. Makes a whole lot of sense. <laughs> so that, so that, so that it's also mm. what we do is we make music, mm-hmm. and we have to take the music to different marketplaces. Mm-hmm. So we we looking at dance music. Some uh, some of the, the qualifications for dance music, mm-hmm. or for listening music, mm-hmm. or for, for for sentimental music. You know, for old term. Yeah. So that really and truly speaking, it depends on how we. When I ask him, what is we? Who does we mean? Uh, who is we? You're talking about you say, we. Mm. We are. We, so I'm looking from us as Trinidadians, Trinidadian to be Unions. So we I... have to take our music seriously. Yeah. We have to understand that we have to play our music. Like, as soon as Carnival is finished, we're going into reggae. Well, you know, we're trying to change that answer and tell me. All right. Well, Joe, I, I really like Joe's definition, the music of today. That's going to yeah. give me a lot of ammunition going forward <laughs> because mm. um, we. what I would say is I'm just doing my part. I am the generation of now, so I'm in touch with the music of the day. So mm-hmm. I'm just doing what a Joe Brown would have done back in his day, which is my interpretation mm. of the popular music of the day, and I'm just bringing it to the Caribbean diaspora. And that's what I believe... Mm. My mission is to, is to keep the fight going. And uh, as you say, it's music that you take seriously. I take this very serious. And my goal okay. is to put soca music or calypso music or new calypso or bouillon or whatever you want to call it <laughs> mm. on the mm-hmm. world stage and 
take home a Grammy, and that's my mission. Robin? Yeah, Robin. well, um, okay. Um, I like what he, um, he says and I like the ambition of it, you know. But, you know, I just have a different take, yeah, and younger people just kind of get vexed <laughs> with me when I say this. But me, I care about no Grammy and thing, right? <laughs> when I say, I uh, know, no, that's not fair for me to say that, right? I would love us to win a Grammy. But I think we should try to please ourselves first. Yes. Right? That is what I think. Just do good music for yourself. Mm-hmm. You understand? And then when we get to like it and we, and it's really good, I think what does kill our music we be trying to make things for out day. And that does determine where the song goes. Where the song itself should determine where it goes. Mm-hmm. Right? Because what makes a song a hit, well, I've read this from Barbara Mann and Cynthia Will, some of the mm-hmm. biggest things right? I've read yeah. years ago, I've read, and they said, what makes a song a hit is honesty. Mm-hmm. Is that the person who listening to it must, must say, well, it must speak to them. Mm-hmm. It must have mm-hmm. an honesty about it. And when we make things just for that or for that, you know, it, 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 it lacks the honesty. Mm. You know, you well, let, me just, what let me just chime in real quick. Mm. Right? With or without us doing what we're doing now, mm-hmm. it's going to go. To, it's going to get there. Because like you have the Rihanna's who's doing a soca album right now. Mm-hmm. They reached out to us. You have yes, she's doing a she's doing a soca album right now. They've been collecting from all the producers and all the writers. And, and you heard it here you, first on Music Matters. The <coughs> yes, Caribbean. Yes, edition. I have sent music to Rihanna. And you heard it here first on <coughs> Music Matters. The Caribbean edition. And I'm letting you know, with. Or without us, the train is going. It's going. Right. And it doesn't necessarily have to go with the Calypso name or the Soka name. Yeah. It might be Tropical House. Oh, God. Right. So I am doing my part to try and bring the culture there before somebody on a very big scale comes and says, this is what this is. And then mm-hmm. everybody here Did rolling in the grave because, they, <laughs> because they're going to say, wait, we had Calypso and we dropped the ball and now... Mm-hmm. We are Tropical House, and we have all these different genres claiming it. And on that note, Can ladies and gentlemen... For you guys? Can I drop a terminology for you? Yes, Kaisoka. Kaisoka. And on that note, ladies and gentlemen, I have to say this was a, a really eye-opening and, again, very educational discussion. And, of course, it lays the foundation for some of the other topics that we are going to be dealing with in the Soka sessions, which will be around marketing of Soka. Mm-hmm. How do we brand Soka? Mm-hmm. How do we get Soka? Everybody wants to go mainstream. We don't want Soka to be out there known as something other than Soka. So then how do we work to ensure that when the music hits big, that it is called Soka? They call it Soka. We have a lot to discuss. And as you can see from this episode... It is going to be riveting. Riveting. I want to thank Joe Brown. Joe, thank you very much for being here with us. I would like to thank you for having me. Not a problem. I'd like to thank Anson Sovereal. I'd also like to thank Robin Foster. Nice to be here. Yes. And Laura, this has been eye-opening, ear-awakening. Yes. Man, just drop a bomb there and say what. Listen. (laughs) That's where it is. Everything here. Educational. Educational, exclusive. Yes, we love it. We got it here on Music Matters. You heard it on Soka Sessions and you've been listening to Music Matters. The Caribbean Edition. I'm Laura Dowridge-Phillip. I'm Nigel Campbell. Thank you very much and we'll see you next time. Bye.